are back. Episode number two of the Disney culture. This time we have, uh, again, we got Anthony as always. He's in just about everything that I do. That's a side project of Extraordinary Culture. Gina's with us again. And then we got the man himself. What is your name on the DJ Koi? What, how do you pronounce that? Uh, Koi. Kind of like Koi. You know, the Koi fish. But okay. it was just given to me in junior high. And I was like, it's OG. Nobody has it. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. So I say it's OG. But we got... We got <laughs> well, well, until... Until I found out that it's a video game company. Oh, okay. It's actually a Koei game, so we'll fight that one later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'm getting sued by anybody, man. Uh, the, the biggest, the biggest claim that I have with anything, and Anthony's breaking up again. The biggest claim that I have with anything oh, is um, I, I put a couple of videos up of stuff that I had on my phone on YouTube, and I got flagged for the copyright. For like, I put up a, uh, I tried to put up a video of, of uh, Mix Magic, right? Mickey's Mix Magic. And they got flagged for yeah, copyright oh, for one of the songs flagged. in there. And I was like, oh, man. So I, I tried to cut it out. I haven't watched it to see what it did. I was just clearing stuff off my phone, man. So I turned into a TikTok star overnight, apparently. The videos that I made there, I put them on Instagram as well. And they got flagged on Instagram for the for the copyright sound. So I looked. Uh, after and, October 1st, man, everybody's going down. That's fine. But what makes me angry is that if I had decided to make a real Instagram's version of TikTok, I could have used the same damn song <laughs> to make the video. That's where it's uh, dirty. That's where it's dirty right there in Shady, where I could have used the same uh, damn song. Very dirty. But I got flagged because the sound didn't come from their in-app thing. It came from uh, an outside platform, which, which, to be honest, they don't even really know that it's TikTok because I just took the video. Uh, it could have been dirty. my own video, but that's dirty, dirty. So we got that. But anyway, um, we're here. Everybody kind of hit me up and was like, after we got an announcement of what's happening in California. So two weeks ago, we expected to hear that Disney and all the theme parks in California were going to go to the governor and say, here we go, give us the guidelines, let's do this, let's open as quick as we can. The governor basically shot back and said, you aren't opening anytime soon. I'm sure we got people that are not going to uh, live in California listening to this, at least a few. So we have that tier system here, it's colored tier system, and what actually happens is where, where we're currently at, uh, we're in purple, which is the lowest tier. Is Orange County in red? They haven't moved to orange, orange yet, right? Orange County is solid in red. Orange County is not moving. They, they keep trying to move to orange, but... They're stupid. Yeah, so they're, they're there. Basically, the, the lowest tier where the it's the most minimal risk is, is yellow. So if I, if I, it's four-tiered, right? So it's, it's purple is the lowest, yeah. then red, then orange, and then yellow. So Orange County is trying to move into orange. Um, so that's still going to be a little bit, but the governor has basically said not nobody until yellow, which is the most minimal risk that there can be, which of course brings up a lot of different feelings in a lot of different people. And then I, I don't know, you can go wherever you want with this. I can go on for days because really we, you can, you know, we can talk about the layoffs, which we did, but I know second wave hit this week. I was just talking to Michael about that the other day, uh, about the second wave of layoffs going on. And like, I don't know, that, please somebody go for it. Let me know your thoughts. What do you, what do you think? Thoughts. <laughs> Uh, on the uh, Florida layoffs, I want to know who they're going to try to throw under the bus for the Florida's uh, only layoffs because, uh, you know, they can't blame Newsom for that. Oh, they are, though. They're, they're blaming Newsom because they're saying if Newsom opened up, then that would have been a bigger cash flow for the Disney company. And then they wouldn't have had to lay people off in Florida, too, because they would have been getting the Disney cash flow as well. So, yes. Uh there, there's, there are people still blaming Gavin Newsom for the Florida layoffs. <laughs> oh, for frack's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I've heard, I have heard from, it, they're all, like, there's a huge campaign to turn this around onto Newsom for just about anything. So yeah, they're blaming, they're blaming him for those two. That's probably a small percent anyway, so that's not good. <laughs> they're, they're very vocal. There's, I've noticed that with the smallest percentage of people, uh, they are the most Loudest. loud. <laughs> <laughs> very loud on the internet, especially. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sad, you know, because, uh, you know, I watch a lot of the videos out in, uh, you know, the East, East Coast, and they're great performers. And a lot of groups uh, of Walt Disney that I'm part of, you know, they're big fan bases, and you can see people posting and crying and sad and even making a video how devastated they are about just certain performances that they would go just especially just to stop by. Like if we go and we know the Dapper Danza by the stairs, we're going to want to go and stop. So it's heartbreaking. And especially over here in DCA where I had um, one that worked at the winery, they're all gone. And another friend that was at the Laplight Lounge, they're all gone. And uh, some of the custodians got let go. So, and a lot of more of my friends, so it hurts really bad. So, are they are they doing that by seniority, or, or have you heard anything about how they're letting people go, or is it whole departments? It's just the whole department, because I've even seen some people that are like 13 years, and, and they got let go with the email. So, I have no idea what they're doing. Um, my friend that worked at the winery was like kind of hoping, because, you know, it says up to December 30th. Yeah, and if you look at knots, how they first started slow, and then they expanded a little bit, you know, they're thinking that hopefully it will expand to the Laplace Lounge and the winery at least to give that main view for them to sit around and maybe eat. But they're not holding their breath right now. See, and I don't understand why Disney doesn't open up the hotels, open up more of those fine dining, because quite frankly, there is a market for that. Like, my husband and I would happily go stay one night at, like, the Grand California or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and they're yeah. not opening it, and it's like, they could, because that there are people who would go. Have we, oh, given, have we been given any... of people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Have we been given any reason why the hotels haven't opened? I mean, I know the, the, main, the main reason for the hotels is, obviously, the theme parks, but... I mean, you have downtown Disney there. It's still a getaway. Every other hotel is basically open at a certain capacity, which I believe still is like 25%. Is there, is there any reason why it, that one is, is still not open? Like, is, have we been, or is it just, is Disney just saying like, well, we're just going to hold our ball and not play until we get this the way that we actually want it? Like, which is it? That, that's the way it sounds like. Yeah, and I agree. From everything that I've seen and that I've kind of looked at, and I don't know anyone who works for Disney. Like, this, I'm not. I'm just like looking at what other people are saying, and then kind of looking at, at reading the news articles. Um, Disney was. I think Disney felt that they're more important than they are, because when they went to Gavin Newsom, they, they were almost cocky about it. And what they don't understand is Gavin Newsom holds all the cards in this scenario. And so you kind of have to go to him a little more contrite. And then Disney's just like, screw it. We're not going to do anything. Whereas Knott's, their hotel is open. They're selling packages. Uh, 
the tasting cart for Taste of Mary Farm is 40 bucks the pop, and people it, they're already selling out. And that's not. But Knott's is still being has- super dirty, too, because as pass holders, we all got that same email that had links to that stupid uh, petition. And that oh, was, yeah. And that was yeah, Knott's themselves. Clever. That was Knott's themselves uh, linking to a petition that's not even uh, related to them. That was some petition from some uh, theme park group. And yep. so it's like that's super dirty for them to be linking to that. It just shows that obviously they're trying to play Dirty Pool also, even though they are playing along to a sense. Uh, and, of course, we'll get to that because they're not playing along very good, in my opinion, from my experience on Thursday. But we'll get to that. But, uh, no, yeah, they're, they're also playing. And then, then Universal is also really being, uh, annoying about it too. Just almost as much as Disney is. And, you know, they're, I don't even know what they would think that they would try to do. They're, they've never tried anything. So. Well, and I don't blame those companies because it, it, it you know, if I owned a business and the governor was, was opening all this other stuff, and I felt that I could run it just as good, you know, or just because I was losing money, I would probably play some dirty pool too. I mean, I, I to be honest with you, I understand where they're coming from. I may not agree with it, like morally, I don't, I didn't click the button and join the petition, but I can get where they're coming from. Um, to be honest, I think it's just a lot of miscommunication. And the reason why I say that is because I worked with the safety manager of Nosbury Farm and uh, five higher-ups and different departments from the attractions to the mechanics of VP uh, three times. And eventually it was getting better and better, but in the end, I would get one word from somebody and another word from somebody. And I would have to call one of my, uh, I met a VP of maintenance and he ended up being one of my best friends, uh, soccer coach. And so I talked to him personally at a party and I said, Hey, if anything, I'm just going to go to you to get a real answer because I'm getting this and I'm getting this. And in the end, you're profiting off of me big time. And I know because I know, uh, employees and right operators that have their, uh, microphone, their walkie talkies and they tell me what goes on after. And so, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a 50-50 with that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's weird. Scapegoat Newsom all the way across the country. I see what they're getting at. If this would have been... If this would have been two years ago, I would have told you, petition's my ass. And Anthony knows this. Uh, Anthony, I think, has ranted the most against petitions, being like, they're stupid, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we literally had an episode title that was... Uh, that about petitions. Yeah, but however, in the in the pandemic, COVID world, I have seen several petitions work, like which is weird to me that it is. But I don't know if just truly times are changing or what it is. But it depends on the petition, though. The ones that have worked are ones that like they would have had an off chance of working under normal circumstances, but wouldn't have worked. But they just barely edged by this time. I mean, if you're talking about the the theme park petitions, that's just they don't care about that crap. <laughs> if Newsom cared about that crap, he would have cared about that crap a long time ago. I always he ain't gonna care it. about that crap now. I always liken it how they probably do work for local things because you're answering directly to the people that have signed that petition versus something exactly. as big as yeah. Disney or whatever. I mean, yeah. hell, I signed the petition to build the Death Star, 
and um, I have not seen it yet. Never mind the fact that it was going to cost you know <laughs> hundreds of trillions of dollars to actually make. But I signed it, and it went to Obama. It went to Obama, who said it's just not in the budget right now. <laughs> Basically, because it got enough signatures that he had to act, officially endorse it and write something that says it's just not in the budget right now to buy. You know, to build hey, the hey, hey! What do you think it would have done if it if if it had come across Trump's desk? Oh, Lord. you would have signed it. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we have Space Force, <laughs> so it would have went hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Space Force would have built the desk. Exactly, Star, exactly. Wrong president. Wrong yeah. president. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Yeah, but you know what? If it wasn't for time. Space Force, then we wouldn't. We wouldn't have the series. And the series <laughs> is great. Steve Carell is great. So one of the other things that we did after that, after that had kind of gone through, and, and Newsom shot the idea down. Our governor shot the idea down of not opening anytime soon. We, we did get the announcement. Was it the day? Was it that day, or was it the next day? It was really soon after we got the announcement that we hear like, "Well, guys, DCA is going to open." And uh, DCA is going to be able to serve you some stuff on Buena Vista Street. Uh, well, uh, seriously, when was it? Because it was like, I, I want to say it was the same day, day or the next day. It was no, really, I, really fast. I, I want to say it was the next day. It was it was like real quick. Right. It was like something. Maybe they, maybe within a couple of days, but it was it was real quick. It, a it day was, or two, the group got flooded bad. Yeah, it did, which is, is welcome. It's welcome as a new place to um, – to shop in some different stores there, and I you know having gone many times and shopped in the stores on Buena Vista Street, it's got some nice stuff. I happen to like those stores, um, but we also got the news that it was not going to be Main Street at all, and and the word officially was there are no plans for Main Street. So there shouldn't be. Well, my question and kind of you know what I want to talk about is why is it Buena Vista Street over Main Street? Is is it just a uh, um, because of the idea of how you can kind of social distance between one and the other, is one preferred over the other based on what it has? What do you think the reason is that we get one and not the other, or both? Point of Vista Street is essentially what like six, four businesses. If you want to separate them, you have Elias, which is the whole one side, and then you have uh, what used to be the pin part but is now whatever it is now uh then you have cats which is the middle part which is where the pin store is now i think maybe that other part is cats and then you have starbucks which whatever the hell starbucks is called i forget the name of it the actual name of it and then you have the ice cream shop it's very condensed it's very spread out there's a lot more middle room main street is a cluster f there's too many damn businesses there's too much little room you get a, it's going to be like basically the whole place trying to social distance there would be like trying to walk through the crystal shop. So, so you're, yeah. you're, you think it is the spread, the way that it's spread out? Because one, one of the things that came up. When oh, I, absolutely. I don't remember who I was talking to when I was somebody was saying something about Main Street. I said, well, one of the reasons people are having a hard time is because everything is connected on Main Street. It's all like that too. For the, for, on the, on the, actually on both sides. On both sides, as soon as you walk into one shop, you can walk through the other, with the exception, you know, that, that break at Center Street, what they call Center Street, where um, uh, the fruit cart is on one side and then uh, um, uh, right. Carnation on the other side. Um, not Carnation. Uh, where Gibson Girl is. Yeah, it's Carnation. Carnation Cafe right outside. Where the exception of that spot right there, everything else is walked through. But you saying that out loud actually makes me think, yeah, it is. 
the flow is a lot easier on the DCA side of Buena Vista Street than it is in Main Street. To walk through, you can walk through all the way through most of those businesses again, with the exception of Center Street. We have to come out and go into the next one, but it is a lot more of. It's not a straight route through. You have to go around this, around that, around counters. So yeah, maybe it is something like that. That that could possibly be something. Well, plus the thing is, is you're, that nobody's probably not thinking about is the fact that you can't just let everybody in there and just walk around in the shops. Those shops are considered indoors, and indoors qualifies for the twenty five percent capacity uh, or whatever it is uh, restriction. So technically, if it's like any of the other places I've been to that have uh, any kind of indoor uh, places shopping that they allow you to, there's going to have to, they're going to have to close all of the doors and only allow people in one door and maybe out one door, but they're going to have to have somebody there, uh, basically watch, looking at the store to see if it's okay to let somebody else in because they're going to have to maintain that 25% capacity inside the shops as well. And that's probably another one of the things that's been a big, huge contention point is the maintaining of, uh, capacities inside of the shops not just inside of the parks itself, because that requires staffing at probably an entrance and exit. And then all of the doors in the middle have to be closed, which is why it makes Main Street practically impossible, because you can't start closing doors on Main Street. That's ridiculous. Unless they just counted the entire Main Street as one store. And so many people to walk freely in Main Street. I doubt that they would let them do that, though. And, and well, it, because at least under the state can, under the state regulations is what I'm saying. You know, the Newsom's particulars well, may not his health people may not want to consider Main Street one big building because it's yeah. not. If anything, if you at most you could say it's four big buildings. If you want to take the two fronts and the two backs, you could say four. But even then, you still have to take 25 percent capacity of. I mean, if you even just take a look at 25 percent capacity of uh, the Emporium by itself to try and keep 25% capacity in there. And, you know, you can have all these people in there rushing around. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's it's logistically, like, it's really, really hard. And that has to be why they're not doing Main Street yet, because it's just, it's really going to be really, really hard. Do so you think they have to work out how the flow would go on Main Street? Because, again, admittedly, it is harder on that side. It is harder on the Main Street side than it is on the Buena Vista <laughs> I side. I mean... If they really were smart about it and they really thought through the whole thing logically, you put a divider down the center of Main Street and you have the flow either go from right to left or left to right. You have everybody go one way. In fact, like when they were doing the railroad tracks. Remember how they were redoing, oh, yeah. the, putting the brick on yeah. the tracks? Not the railroad tracks, but the trolley tracks. Yeah. They were putting the brick in and they have those walls down the center of Main Street. And when that wall was down the center of Main Street and the traffic was kind of like one way and one way, but you make it more strict. You put a wall down the center of Main Street and you have them only go to the right and then they do basically a loop and come back. And that's how they have to do it. It feels like a lot of work for a mall. And I don't know if Disney wants to do that much work for what is essentially a mall. Because if you've been to downtown Disney... Now that they've opened up Disney stores in the malls, like I'd rather go to South Coast Plaza and go to the Disney store than drive all the way to downtown Disney, fight for parking, fight to get in, fight to stand in line, fight for everything just to wear a pair of mouse ears and say, oh, my God, I'm on Disney property. Like, I'm, I'm not. Thousand percent. 
Seriously, it's like I'm not a YouTuber who's like the, everybody who I hear super pushing to open are these YouTubers whose money and livelihood depend on a rat, much as I love him, and they are the ones pushing hard. The, the So many other people are like, yeah, it's okay for now. You know, like, we'll just, we'll just wait. And, and downtown Disney was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a nice day, but I went the last time I went, you didn't have to wait an hour and a half in the sun to just get in. Marcelino's to get a, uh, an apple. It's a four hour wait. Like I'm nice. waiting four hours for a caramel apple, no. <laughs> you know, and I love, and, okay. So I'm weird. I actually <laughs> like ECA more than I like Disney. And I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people, but, but I, I happen to really enjoy DCA. And I was, I was even thinking, I'm like, do I really want to go and fight? And I think they're going to start charging for parking to limit the crowd who goes because of those parking machines are right? like people who are just going down there to like, you know, pirouette with ears on or whatever. It's true. But, like, I don't know if I w- want to go down there just to kind of go walk through some more shops and be, eat a burger. And can you imagine how long the wait's going to be for uh, Carthay Circle? I, like, I don't, I, I can't even imagine how, like, how fast, if they're doing reservations, how fast those reservations are going to go. Oh, I think they are doing yeah, reservations. Yeah, I, I think they announced I... that. Let me jump in here. I think I got one. I, I think in general why they're using DCA because of Carthay Circle. They know what they see from downtown Disney and how they slowly opened up everything and how World of Disney has the lines and all the times and all the waits. Disneyland doesn't have that opportunity to make that high money because of the demand that Disney people want. That is going to be their first test. Now, if you bring it out bigger, like Knott's, they're going to take it to the winery and the Lamplet Lounge with that view, which you don't have nothing really to bring that money in Disneyland in the first half of the section. And they have yeah. the space for it. Yeah. Are you Disney, telling like, me... I would pay well, to go are, are you telling me that Disney is trying to get me to buy that $25 hamburger from Carthay Circle instead of the $8 corn dog? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> They're trying to get that out of me, because that—that's what that, that's what that statement. <laughs> that's what that statement totally implies. Why it would be uh, uh, Carthay Circle? Because that's one of the places. And admittedly, I have not eaten at Carthay Circle yet. Part of it is the me pricing. Neither. Part of it is the pricing. Uh, but my brother, before all this broke down, we—he kind of wanted to start a quest to be like, let's eat every place we can actually eat at the parks, just to say we've done it. And he looked at that one, and he's like, damn, have you seen this menu? I'm like, well, we can always get the $25 hamburger, because the hamburger is legit $25 because of the type of meat that, that it is. So, I mean, I can see that. How people I... crave it so much to say, let me get this, because you're going to make more money off that $25 hamburger than the $8 corn dog or $3 corn dog or whatever it is. <laughs> hey, can, can I just say, though, that the, the mac and cheese at Steakhouse 55 is worth every bit of $15. <laughs> well, and I told my brother, I'll do it, but that better be a $25 hamburger. Like, I don't mind spending $25 on a hamburger if it's a $25 hamburger. I'm sure most of us here, if I make this joke, will get it. That's pretty good for a $5 milkshake. You know what I mean? Like, why is it $5? <laughs> you know, put bourbon in it or nothing. You know what I mean? That Pulp Fiction thing. Um, if, if it's worth the $5, <laughs> I will pay the $5. If it's worth $25, 
I will pay the $25, but it has to be worth it. So, um, I, I don't know. If not, you can go to a hungry bear, spend almost 10 bucks and get that mini burger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like hungry bear, man. That's one of the go-to places to eat there. And their salads are not, are pretty good. Like, I don't, I don't, my hungry bear is one of my, like, favorite places to eat when I'm at the park. That's my, uh, my favorite out there. Yep. And then the desserts, the desserts, the special desserts that they always have. It seemed to never be a long line for those special desserts that they would have for the, the funnel cakes. Yeah, yeah, some of those. Ooh, some of those yes. funnel cakes. Were, see, now this, you start talking about this crap, makes me like, man, I do miss the parks. I thought I was okay, but no one's going, so I wasn't missing it because no one's there. So, uh, okay, that answered kind of my question. Um, what we were thinking about, uh, not about DCA opening and not really um, Main Street. So I, um, none of us actually went to stage 17. Uh, stage 17 opened kind of selling, as I understand it, and I haven't been to downtown Disney. I still do intend to try to get there just to see it for myself, what was going on. But as I understand it, it was just the same stuff that was on sale in downtown Disney, just a different collection. Maybe an easier way to get stuff? Um, to be honest, all my friends, uh, one of them that actually got the Madame Yoni superhead for me, um, they said that World of Disney has the better stuff. Still, World of Disney has the better stuff. Yep. Yeah. So that, I really that want that zipper. Yeah, that looks kind of cool. D- the, it felt like what I was seeing. It felt like they took the dress shop and World of Disney and they just sort of like smooshed it together and like threw it in that in you know way off into the distance. And uh-huh. a lot of people just didn't feel like walking all the way down there, and they would rather just stop and you know go to World of Disney or the dress shop or whatever. I think they did it to try to alleviate because World of Disney was taking two to three hours to get into, but people just didn't want to go down there. Um, they don't have enough exclusives just for that stage. And that's one of yeah. the biggest issues that people had was, like, one of my friends, he's almost every every other day, literally every other day, because he takes who, pictures for me and my group. I know who you're and, talking about. I know who you're yeah, talking about. He, he got me the zipper, and I was like, hey, you want it? And I was like, shit, yes, I will take that one. That's the only thing I want. But, yeah, uh, he was just like, there's just nothing where if they put more exclusive in State 17 and they promote it, you know what I mean, on the Parks blog or wherever, where the Disney groups are going to be flooding it, and then the YouTubers and people are going to talk about it, then they're going to start going to them. But until they do that, then it's just a random cheap score, to be honest, and that's why even the weights of World of Disney are kind of like outrageous, so. Yeah, because I watch a lot of YouTubers, and every one of them that went into Stage 17 was like, ho-hum, we're going back to World of Disney. It was just, they covered it to cover it, but you could tell, like, it was an afterthought. It was a really small part of their videos, and they were, they thought it was lackluster, too, and that really came across, like, you know, I watch YouTubers to decide if I want to get in the car and drive 45 minutes and go fight to go to World of Game to go down there. And if they're not excited about it, and I could see the merch, and I'm like, meh, that's not doing it for me either. So Disney did that one. Like, it could have been so much Big time. better. Big time. It's like the time I stood in line for three and a half hours at D23 in 2013 for the Disney store, and there was nothing I wanted. Dirty. Depressing. Because it was all gone. My, my left knee has never been the same. <laughs> this, this knee and that knee got No wonder you got to wait for your ass to catch up to us. <laughs> exactly. 
Did you see that uh, they actually are, are shutting down the Disneyland Today Twitter? Did you actually catch that? I Did saw you? something about I saw something no. about them. Or I heard something about them uh, shutting down some of their social medias because they want to try and funnel people more into the app. Yeah, Is that what right. you're... that's what I was getting at. Yeah, that uh, yeah they are shutting down some of the social medias to funnel things through the app because I just opened the app a little while ago and there is like a downtown Disney section in the app now. It's on the um, on the homepage. <laughs> anyway, right, so the, the Disney the, parks the Disney parks blog was still uh, as of five hours ago they they tweeted something out. So that means so they're, they're still yeah. Not sure which ones were going. I just know for sure it was Disneyland today. Uh, I don't see. I mean, the regular account uh, at Disneyland probably was not going anywhere. I don't think the AP one would go anywhere. Uh, yeah, at, at Disneyland hasn't tweeted for a. They haven't tweeted since yesterday, but their Twitter account still exists. The, but they were not good at doing it anyway. Disneyland wasn't who you tweeted when you were trying to tweet a complaint about something. It wasn't right. necessarily at Disneyland. You did it at Disneyland today because uh, they're the ones who tended to answer you a little bit quicker than Disneyland. Just whatever. So uh, that was there. I don't remember. I'm off schedule now. I forgot what I was going to talk about. That's fine. I mean, if you remember any of my rants or our rants about uh, Disneyland today, they were bullshit <laughs> anyhow. So, but we tried, man. We tried. I still don't they see. Deleted. <laughs> even amongst all this, even amongst all this. Okay, so we talked about Main Street or not uh, Main Street, Buena Vista Street opening. The flow can be a little bit better. Just a little bit more control. Michael, you know, I don't disagree with him. Thinks that the, the food. Options there are, are open a little bit more. It was fine with it. Gina, I even have a comment for you. I don't, I don't have a problem with you liking DCA more than uh, Disneyland, but had you, told, <laughs> had you told us that in 2002, 2003, we would have looked at you funny. Now, <laughs> after, the, after it basically got redone, we're like, okay, yeah, I accept that. But in 2001, I would have been like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, what are you actually no, the alcohol. Yeah. yeah, when it first opened, it was a, it was a, it was not, it was not that great. We were like, they got rid of the parking lot for this. Like the parking <laughs> lot was better. But you mean you guys so. didn't like the big fountain with the sun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, water yeah. fights there. It was easy to have water fights. That's true because you could just walk right up to it and just put your hand in there yeah. and just splash somebody. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that the big fountain that was in in, uh, I want to call Hollywood Studios. What's it called? Hollywood Land. That's the name of. That's a good movie. You haven't seen that, but what is the name of that freaking land? Backlot? Hollywood Backlot. There you go. Hollywood Backlot. Yeah. That big fountain that basically the stage where, where the Mad Tea Party had, that stage was, was there for so long when they took the stage down from that. I forgot there was a fountain that was still there. Yeah. I forgot that fountain was there entirely. Then people, you know, they took it out and it was like, oh, that fountain's still there. What the hell? I forgot it was, you know, it's been that long? Jeez, that stage was there for a long time. Um, I still say food and wine. Why are we not looking at, at a food and wine? Or, or do we look at that now? Because, now let's be realistic, 2020 is not going to happen. I mean, it's, as we record this, it's November 1st. 2020 is not going to happen. So I don't know if you throw in something for that. Do you have time to say, hey, um, as, as Anthony and Dix would call it, the Festival of Fatness, uh, the Festival of Holidays? Or do you just make yeah, it big you know and what? say, I mean, let's I've go to food it, and wine? I- I've, no, I've said it before. Disney, there's no way Disney has to get salvage Christmas somehow. Disney is not going to let Christmas go by without trying to get something. They have to salvage Christmas. It, it, it's, it's, you know, we've, we've said it before. They make, sometimes Christmas, uh, they make more money than they do any summer, uh, month period. 
they have to try and salvage Christmas somehow. They can't just say, okay, we're, we have to, they can't just throw away Christmas and move on to food and wine. They have to try and salvage Christmas. And we talked about that a little bit on our last podcast. Go ahead, Jenny. I was just going to say, like, I don't know. I mean, we're coming, this is the, for Disney, if you look at Walt Disney World last night, they pulled all of their fall stuff and boom, this morning it was Christmas. So this is the start of the Disney Christmas season and there's not a lot going on in California. Uh, there, I just don't see Disney doing Disneyland doing anything really spectacular for Christmas. It's almost like they're pouting and they're just going to be like, all right, well, we'll just focus on Florida because that's where we're going to go at the moment. There's a lot of people, uh, going to Florida right now, a lot more people taking vacations there. Um, they're starting to have a lot more tourism. Um, and I think maybe Disney just cuts their losses. In so Cal- that's great. All those people are going to go to Florida and then bring their goddamn COVID back here. But, sorry. <laughs> I forgot this. <laughs> you did. No, we're, anyway. we're, I try to make it safe for kids, but we know we're going to always do that. I was just going to say that at minimum, uh, Christmas at Disneyland would have started probably on the 13th. I'm looking at a calendar right now. At minimum, uh, especially since Disney has moved up uh, Christmas starting by a week uh, the last couple of years. Uh, at minimum, Christmas would have started at the 13th. I wouldn't have even been surprised if they would have, you know, on par with what they've done the last few years, would have tried to push up Christmas to starting on the 6th. So... Yeah, I mean you're right if they want, but you know what? It's it's it it may be too late to salvage. And to to paraphrase Jaws, it's not too late. Maybe too late to salvage uh, November, but it's might be not be too late to salvage uh, Christmas itself. Well, and what that's what I was more referring to is them trying to get something for December. They may think that November is a wash. Sure, that's when Christmas usually starts, but. You know, it may be this whole Buena Vista Street might be a transition thing to them. They're going to be able to put up Christmas decorations at least. So there's that, I guess. Uh, but you know, you may see if, you know, they could try and, uh, you know, inch out there. Kind of the same thing as what Knotts has been doing. And, and that makes I sense. I think I'll find out in two weeks. Yeah. I was going to say, and, and Michael knows this. We've talked about this before, how there's always after Halloween and before Disney, uh, Christmas starts at Disneyland, there's like a weird, two week like dead period um as as fall stuff comes down and there's even a point where you start to see a little bit of a mix of stuff where you get to see there's still some fall stuff up but christmas slowly starts to creep in um and it is it, it isn't usually until about oh that happened last year you saw the that happened last year you saw the snow going on the castle mid-october yeah yeah and it was a weird weird thing to be seen mid mid October, like the second week in October, and the the snow is going on the castle. I'm like, no, not yet. Stop it. Yeah, well, I, mean, I do remember that. I remember us talking about that, saying, "Man, that's weird. It's October and they're already putting this snow." Just because it takes right? so long to it takes so long to well, set up. It, well, and it's because, as I said, they moved up Christmas by a couple of week by a week the last couple of years. So, like I said, there's there wasn't that two week uh, window. There was only a week that it was in between. Halloween and Christmas the last couple of years because they did move it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up because I think it's funny, but you want to know what Anthony's, one of his biggest complaints last year was? How long it took to, <laughs> to, put, how long it took to put the garland up on Main Street? Because we hadn't seen the garland on Main Street for a couple of years because of Paint the Night. Because exactly. of the parade, the, 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 
uh, Frozen <laughs> Tower or whatever it was, or maybe Rapunzel. Yeah, and then and then they didn't have it up the first day of Christmas uh, when Christmas started, and I was really mad. And it didn't go up until what the, a week later or something. Yeah, like yeah. it was like a, a week, week or two or later. So. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, Michael, looks like he's on down in Downtown Disney." <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's what I, I yeah we might you might salvage some stuff I think you'll see some decorations in in downtown like last year they had those um it was new for last year was the those those trees were they, were they the um the colored trees they had the ones that were they looked like the ones from like the sixties and seventies where like it, it just the way it was lit it was made of like um oh man what do you call that stuff like I always I harken back to Charlie Brown like a pink Christmas tree and like a blue Christmas tree <laughs> and a green you know it was it was that kind of thing which were actually cool to see. Aluminum Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> aluminum. And it was like, um, I, don't, I don't know the word for it, but like that tinsel material. So it, it it was that colored tinsel material, and then light reflected on it, of course, you know, brings it out. But it, it was something cool. I mean, there's always unique decorations in in downtown Disney that uh, you can go check out because they do try to do that. Even with Easter, they try to do that. There's a whole Easter egg hunt in downtown Disney in um, March and April that I've actually never done. I've never done the one in. In downtown Disney, they go actually hunt the eggs because I usually end up doing both the one in the Disneyland and California Adventure on the same day, and by then you're, I'm tired of walking. So as Michael says, I'd have I have Disney feet at the end of that day, so I don't even bother trying to do the downtown. Oh, uh, you will, Disney yeah, one. definitely. Oh, that's miles, <laughs> man. That's miles that you walk that day because you walk through both parks trying to spot all the eggs. So doing that, so they're they're known. Downtown Disney is known for doing their own things for Christmas. I mean, ordinarily we'd have even the Gingerbread House in the Grand Californian, which was already announced this year is not going to happen. Um, yeah, 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 and that's that's too bad. Um, but it is it, it is a thing where if you've ever gone and seen it in the hotels, there's a lot of people walking around looking at the different stuff because there's so much stuff to see on the house itself because there's hidden Mickey's in the house and all kinds of different things. It sounds like I'm plotting some videos for my TikTok here because I got pictures of all this stuff just to get people. <laughs> Remember when we could do these things uh, to do that? But uh, I think we will see something at least in downtown Disney. It'd be nice to see it in the park, but. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I I like just just say like I would say give it two weeks, two and a half weeks, and you know if we don't see any YouTubers getting information or the Disney people that are always there saying oh they see something that's coming soon or maybe they see somebody got a picture of the shacks you know for the uh, food and festivals by somehow some chance. So if we don't hear nothing by then, then I don't really think anything's gonna happen. They may just be waiting, and I know they make a lot of money during the Christmas holidays, but if they can't really go all out now, they may just be plotting and saying, all right, listen, let's look at the spring, right, because there's always a dead period at Disney, at at any of the parks. Like, January to March is, like, sleepy time at the park, at all the theme parks. They may be looking at it going, well, let's, let's look at a food and wine event for the spring where, number one, hopefully we're in a different tier, um, and then even in that tier, the, the, the rules are they can't have any indoor rides. Well, that's Disney. Like Disneyland is primarily indoor rides. So they have to be looking at, all right, even if we can open, we're not allowed to have any indoor rides. Like, what are we going to do? And maybe they're looking towards that. Like I would go to a, a food and wine festival at Disney the way Knott's is doing it. If it was a ticketed event. I'd pay. I'd pay probably fifty bucks to go for the day, depending on how much they had and what they had there. I also want to remind uh, what I mentioned last time, and that's about the parking. They won't be able to use the parking structures. 
Because the, the word... party fishers would not be allowed on what I would assume. Go ahead. The, there's a rumor that they've re like they've called people back to work the parking structure. It's yes, it's a rumor. I heard it, you know, on these stupid blogs and stuff. But that's out there as a rumor. I didn't think that they could. They're doing it in Florida. I would have. Oh, are they? Are they using the parking yeah. structures? Uh, yeah, well, they're I mean, using that's Florida though. Florida is Florida, and Florida, Florida is, is death. Florida is Florida is the antithesis of California. So everything right. California is Florida is the exact opposite. And so, but they've been using the parking structure in Florida uh, for uh, Disney Springs pretty much since day one. Um, they just had it spaced out. So like they had like you could only park in one, and it was socially distant and blah 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 blah. But they've been using the parking structure since day one in Florida. Which yes, it's Florida. Because because technically the only thing they could probably they could use the top floor of Mickey and Friends and Pixar they could use the top floor because it's open but then they would have all of Toy Story but then the, the but then the dilemma as we mentioned last time is how do you get them back because you can't put people on a bus so it, that's a whole thing that you also have to take into consideration that the more stuff you open the more parking they need. They can't just keep having the, because if they still have to have the 25% capacity in the parking at Downtown Disney for when just Downtown Disney is open, the more shit you open, the more parking you're going to need. So then you have to go to, uh, then you have to expand to, um, you know, Toy Story. Unfortunately, they could have, you know, they would have had Pinocchio to expand to, but no, they decided to drop another structure on top of it, finally. So there's that. I guess they still have Pumbaa, right? Is that parking lot still there? Yeah. Or did is. they drop was, something on top of that? I was just going to actually mention Pumbaa because Pumbaa is one of those parking lots that you can park at and they don't need to provide you transportation necessarily. You can walk over to exactly, because that's, the harbor side. Yeah, that would be right. In fact, it would probably make sense for them to actually do that parking lot before they do Toy Story. And you may even see if they start expanding things for Christmas that they might open that parking lot for that. They may even have the cast members park someplace else and have people uh, have uh, people park in um, in K lot. Okay, so uh, if uh, you guys know where K lot is, right? Ball uh, and uh, Harbor. Yes, 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 yes. Um, let me ask you a question. If anybody knows the answer to this, where's CM's parking? Does anybody probably know still in it, probably still in H lot? So they're still bust over to the park. Probably. I mean, there you don't really usually get that many cast members, except uh, I mean, the amount of cast members that are probably coming over is probably very minor. So you're not going to get full buses, so it's probably not that big of a deal. Well, plus they have those just huge guess. buses. Those buses are huge. I mean, those are like F six fifties. All the engine on those. Is, <laughs> they are, dude. I've never seen one yeah, that no, big. Are... I pass one of them, and as I drive an F one fifty, right? So I'm familiar with what two fifties and three fifties look like. I passed this bad boy, and it was a 650, and you're like, holy crap, that's a huge freaking engine. They uh, they did use buses in Florida, and again, I know it's Florida, but Disney practiced what to do in Florida, and they can kind of put the, you know, put those into practice in California. It's just depending upon, like, like, how they can go about it because aren't they bringing back public transport no they've always had public transportation here in southern california so if they put up plexiglass if they socially distant if everybody has to wear their mask um 
I don't understand why they couldn't use the buses from different parking lots because like my biggest complaint, like I have this anxiety about parking and I like to know that I can park when I get somewhere and not finding a parking space gives me massive anxiety. I'm weird. I know. But if Disney opened more parking, even if I had to walk a mile, like I would really, it would make things so much better because part of the, my biggest issue with going to downtown Disney is the parking is awful. It is like horribly atrocious. Well, they did, they were going to, you know, make new parking, but you know, that city that wants Disneyland to open so bad, they stopped them from making that parking lot that they were going to build for downtown Disney and on the east side. So, you know, that part, you know, that city that wasn't the open so bad. I think Anaheim is going to have a completely different outlook and relationship with Disney. Like, I don't understand why Anaheim thought that they were in charge. Like, it's a symbiotic relationship. Because it was a, it was a, it was a bunch of Republican, uh, you know, city councilmen that thought that they could push around, you know, quote unquote liberal Disney. And Disney is, aside from the fact that they get their coin from Pride Days, I would not consider Disney all that liberal. They are a multi-mega, like, multi-million dollar corporations are not truly liberal. No, and Iger accepted a position on one of Trump's councils, but he did end up resigning from, but he did work for Trump, basically, for a time. So, I mean, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, that's definitely not an... And, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, that guy's, that guy's as conservative as it comes. I do not feel bad for the city of Anaheim because they, they, they brought this on them themselves. They by did denying, bring it on themselves. By denying so much of, of what could have been that, like, um, as I, uh, Anthony put it, that, that, or maybe it was you, that symbiotic relationship. Like, they do need each and, other. So that it was ridiculous to think it, one is going to call plays over the other. And if you go outside the Disney bubble in Anaheim, I mean, I grew up in Orange County. It's Anacrime. It's Anna Slime. Like, you, it's not exactly, like, it, it's not all that great of a city once you get outside the Disney bubble. It, it's got its issues, like, Buena Park does, like, Santa Ana does. Like, there's good pockets, but Anaheim acts like they're your Belinda. Uh, you can sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, have you lived in your Belinda? That's a really funny... Joe. <laughs> if anything, if anything, you should have said they think they're Anaheim Hills. Well, in Anaheim Hills, they only added the hills so that they could pretend to be bougie, right? Because exactly. you know they're highfalutin. But yeah, Anaheim is not like they're not this this utopia of of, and they're not that they're not that wealthy. It, the city is only wealthy primarily because of Anaheim. I, I guarantee that. The housing and the there wouldn't be that as many businesses. I mean, look at how many businesses have closed because Disney isn't open right now. And it's like Anaheim, maybe this was the eye opener that that city needed to say, hey, you need to work better with Disney. Like you need Disney and Disney wants to work with you. <laughs> Let's not forget that two minutes down the road from Disneyland is Garden Grove. So, I mean, it's right there. It's just down the road. Yeah. Hey, 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 don't just wolf lodge like that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give it up for Mile High Comics, but, you know, that's not there anymore. <laughs> I remember that. I yeah. do. I lived there. For, I lived in Orange County for so long. It's like I worked at Knott's back in the 90s. And even then, like, Buena Park knew 
that its bread was partially buttered uh, because of Knott's Berry Farm and her delicious chicken. So, you know, even in Boyda Park, they, they always were like, they catered to Knott's. In my opinion, they catered to Knott's a little bit more than Di- than Anaheim catered to Disney. Hey, don't forget, hey, 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 don't, don't put Hobby City on that low of a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> just that's just down the street from uh, Knott's Berry Farm, isn't it? Yeah, I, I had to get a Hobby City reference in there because that's fine. But uh, I used to go there when I was a I used to go there when I was a kid because my dad always liked to go into this model store that was in there. Yeah, they used to have the about. Cabbage Patch doll store there. Where you right, could, like, I remember take it. Your cabbage Patch and they take your Cabbage Patch to the doctor. Oh my. I, I def- it was on Beach Boulevard. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's at, it's at uh, Beach and uh, just below Ball. Yeah. Well, since we're in the city of Buena Park, let's go ahead and talk about all the not stuff that you guys have been doing. So, taste of Halloween, like, let me know what 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 was going on. What did you eat? What was it like? What what did what else could they find to make out of boysenberries? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they moved on from boysenberry for a little bit. I went I went twice. Did you go, Anthony? I went on this last Thursday. I was not happy. Okay, hold on. Let's. The, I, I knew he was going to say that because he, he prefaced it earlier. Yeah. So I'll let Gina go first. <laughs> and then, yes, that's fine. I, yeah. I, and uh, then I'll let Anthony say that. what he had to say. So uh, I went I went twice. I went on a Friday, and we went primarily to go in the afternoon and evening. And then we went on a Saturday, and we opened. And so because we wanted – my husband and I wanted to see we're, – we're morning people. We're very annoying that way. But we're – usually we like to get a coffee and open up a theme park. That's what we do. But we wanted to also see the night stuff because it was Halloween and they had the treat trail. So we noticed when we went – we went one of the earlier Fridays, and it was really nice. Um, the lines weren't that long for food. Um we same with alcohol. They went very quickly. Everybody was pretty cool. Uh, we did notice in the evening, the more people, ha- let's just say imbibed, <laughs> we noticed that people, not that they threw their mask off, but it was just like they would walk and sip a little more. Or mm-hmm. they, would, uh, they would, and I, and I am convinced it's tied to the alcohol, right? Because <laughs> the, it was. Go figure. This is why bars shouldn't open, I guess. But as we walked along, and then the kids, kids are kids. So like in the treat trail, when there's a bunch of kids, the kids would kind of bunch up a little bit. And, and then, but we were able to just go around them because we don't have kids. So we just kind of did our own thing. And we were able to kind of do our own social distancing. But when we went early on, we didn't really feel it was that bad. We didn't feel uncomfortable in any way. Um, and my husband and I, we're not, we're not like wearing gloves and dousing in hand sanitizer, but we're definitely not maskless at a concert. Like, I would say we're more cautious than not. Um, especially cause he works for a, a, a hospital and he kind of sees COVID. <laughs> uh, and so he doesn't want to get it. <laughs> um, but when we went and opened the park, totally different experience. It was clean. It was fresh. Everybody had their mask. Everybody was happy. It was a completely different vibe. So, like, I personally feel felt that if you're more concerned about mask wearing, cleanliness, uh, distancing, I would suggest opening up Taste of Mary Farm, opening up the food festival, as opposed to going in the evening hours and closing it. And I'm going to Taste of Mary Farm three times. I ain't messing around. I need to get out of my house. 
So we're going, the first time we're going is on the 21st, that first weekend. And then we're going in December a couple of times. But we feel that, like, we're going to go at noon, <laughs> probably leave around 3 or three or 4, as opposed to going around 3 or 4 and, and leaving at 8 or 9. How much poison yeah, berry can you take? <laughs> oh, well, we drank a lot of wine and sangria, and he had a, quite a bit of boysenberry beer. Uh, this, by the way, the Wait, sangria... Wait, hold on. Boysenberry beer? Hold on. Was hold on, hold on, hold on, not hold on. a taste... You caught me. You got yeah. my attention. Well, I, I was listening to yeah. you, but you really caught my attention with that you one. You know, uh, the tasting portions of the alcohol were not tasting portions. They felt like a... Like, the, the beer was probably an eight-ounce glass. Like, it wasn't... Now it wasn't like you're getting a, a twelve, but a pint, it yeah. was. Um, it, yeah, it was. It it was well worth the ticket, uh, Aaron. Because we don't eat a lot. Like we, the food was good. Like yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but the 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 boysenberry beer, delicious. The boysenberry wine, delicious. Even though it's ten bucks at Trader Joe's or not Trader Joe's. Um, if you go to Tom's Farms, you can get the boysenberry wine for ten bucks a bottle. FYI, pro tip. Uh, the, the sangria, which is two buck chuck with some fruit punch in it, delicious. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but that's what we noticed. Like, cause they're pouring you, uh, it's a good amount and you can only eat so much food. Right. And the tickets, tickets go for drink or food. And so once you've eaten like a couple and their tasting portions are a, a, a healthy size. So it's like you ate one or two things, and then you can blow three tickets on boysenberry beer and sangria. Yeah, these are these are no Disney portions. I'll tell you, no. they're very. I, they were very healthy. But that's I that's, felt like I got my. That that's standard though, because the, the return on alcohol is really high. Like the, your your return in, in in your budget or your profit margin for alcohols is really high. Michael, with some of Michael's background, I'm sure knows this as do I from my, my punk rock background. Knowing like when when you play places or you have shows or something like that, whatever you're gonna get paid or whatever the the place wants you to bring in so much and the bar wants to make so much money. It's like yep. you'll get paid you'll get paid if the bar makes thousand dollars tonight. That's how they make money. It's it's the That's alcohol. The only way you're gonna yeah. get paid and a percentage of the bar is really what <laughs> if you're gonna make a break. Right. So it and, is and that. You know so those that's, people that's are smart. going back and paying. Like, if you run out of tickets and you want a beer, you're going to go pay for that beer, especially if you already had a couple. <laughs> and, and, so, and the saloon's always packed, no matter what, and especially on the weekend, like, even during yeah. the regular park season. That saloon, especially towards the evening time, packed, packed. And then when you have the music, everybody's on, you know, getting hit by the doors going in and out because you have so many people in the control of like semi lines on you know you got one bartender on one side and then the other side, so it can get chaotic and I can imagine even now. And they have multiple places to get alcohol. It's not just the saloon. So like if the saloon has a line, there's this other place right down the way that's going to serve you the same alcohol. And so like that's what we noticed when we went there in the evening. It was a different crowd. Like you have to be. You have to be more aware and you have to be in control of like your proximity. You have to be very cognizant of that. Um, But when we went in the day, totally different crowd. Uh, I felt so much like safer, I guess you could say. And it was just a different spot. More of a family crowd in the day than it is at night? I I think it's just the smarter people. It's just the smarter people because um, 
you know, me having, well, I left my Knox group, uh, Facebook group, but I still, like, you know, keep in contact with them, and then I have a Knox Rudy group. And a lot of people, you know, that I know that go, and especially some of the employees are like, if I choose to go because I'm a high risk, go in the morning and leave by maybe two, no later than three. And I just had a, one of my ad, Disney admins, they were there yesterday because they went before, and they're like, you know what, we're just going to do the daytime because we can't risk that. And sure enough, you know, as soon as they start seeing the crowds, they just took off. And that's how it's been consistently. Um, yeah, you are right. At the nighttime, it just gets worse where people are uh, drinking, walking, and talking. The cleansing list is not the same as the beginning. Um, a lot of, like, a YouTuber that he's kind of stopped uh, that I worked with, uh, he used to go hide out in the boardwalk far away to get away from the crowds and do his videos. And, and you can see, you know, just um, way back, I forgot where the wind jammer or something, way back in that corner where they had the seats. He was just like, I just feel comfortable. He dances around and enjoys the food with his kids and does his videos. But when you see him going towards, like, the Fiesta Village, then you start seeing the crowds and the people, you know, the chin diapers and everything. That's where it gets too crazy. Where I can attest real quick if I could just jump in about that area because that area is right next to Johnny Rockets. Is that where you're talking about, right? That's uh, yeah, more that's, sure that, yeah. It's well, a whole back about, area right, right, whole, from Johnny right, Rockets to Excel, Accelerator. Right, well, that corner there uh, where exactly where Johnny Rockets is and then on one side and then the water where that what ride is that's surrounded by the water on the other side, there's a booth there that sells the big uh, the big sausage, yeah, uh, the big spicy sausage, which uh, I ended up eating two of them because they accidentally charged me for two and because of the fact that uh, that was the only place that I went to that had no line. And uh, that's what I wanted, just wanted to do a jump in and attest that it's not very crowded over there because there was no line at that one. It was literally the only place in the whole entire park that there was no line at a booth. And so I jumped in there, and, and she was like, oh, I actually charged you for two. I'm like, you know what? All the other lines are way too long. Just give me the two. So I just that, took two both big sausages. But the, the relish or whatever, that onion bacon stuff that was on that sausage was delightful. Delightful. I really I hate I really that. hate onion, but that oh. was really good. My only complaint is that that relish made the bun too soggy on the side it was on, and oh. uh, that was my only really complaint about that. And, and that bun was already kind of uh, not really suited for that large of a sausage. Just let's just say that uh, you needed a bun that accommodated much larger of a sausage. Uh, I got than it what bunless, that one. So. Oh. Okay, Bunless, well. it worked great. So okay, I, because well. I don't, you know, <laughs> eat the bread. But yeah, I, I could see though how that would just muck up the bun because it, it was very wet. Yes, <laughs> very, yes, it was very wet yeah. condiment. But uh, but yeah, that was the only place that I recalled over in that area was uh, the only place that I really recalled where there wasn't a lot of people. And like I said, it was the only booth that didn't have any kind of line. Did uh, you go to the treat trail? That that's that was through Camp Snoopy. No, I was told that it was only for children, so I didn't go over there. Um, <laughs> it was not. For everybody. Yeah. It, oh. it, matter of fact, you, as an adult, you could have, I didn't, but if you wanted the candy, like for eight bucks, you could go trick or treat through there. No. But, um, well, yeah, it whatever. was, it was, it, I have to tell you, if you're uncomfortable around a lot of people, though, probably a good choice that you didn't go through there because okay. it was packed. It was well, packed. Especially I considered everything packed. I don't know when you want. Or, 
I don't know if you're done or if you want me to start or... No, go ahead. By all means. First of all, I want to say that, uh, you know, I... Uh, knowing already, uh, based on what she said last time about the parking, I was able to just go right to where I knew the parking was going to be. However, it did not unfold as you predicted or as you said it did for you because we were redirected all the way down past the hotel and into uh, the rear uh, hotel... Um, Last member parking that sits on uh, the uh, on not that's that's up against not on the uh, the the other side of the hotel. Uh, but I will say that we ended up over there probably because we didn't go until five. That is why, yeah. But that's, um, that was sort of the overflow parking, but it still wasn't. It's not too far, but yeah, that's probably because you got there. Well, later. for someone who's been quarantining for uh, six months and hasn't done much walking. It was it was a jaunt. That's oh, a long walk. It's oh, a long walk. It was a I long thought. walk for uh, for this guy. But uh, uh, second, I wanted to uh, point of order. Uh, there was no way to go in the morning because it didn't even start until noon. I don't know if that was specific to the day that I went or if all of the days no. were noon. But uh, I don't get. Yeah, they okay. were all starting noon. Uh, I mean, I would like to consider noon morning, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, <laughs> no breakfast uh, sausage for you. No breakfast sausage. But my reason. My reasoning for going at uh, 5 o'clock was basically the same as your reasoning for going in the night was because if you're going to go for Halloween, the whole point is to be there at night and to see what it looks like at night. So I might reasoned that going at night, I would be able to see better uh, how Halloween-y it was. However, not taking into account your reasoning about the better people being there in the morning and not stupid, uh, I totally uh, eluded me thinking that that would happen uh because uh literally there was nobody using the blue lines in the in the in the lines for the food there was nobody using the blue lines as guides they were just standing wherever uh people would have uh families and the families would be surrounded in the blue line and the blue line wouldn't make any difference because the blue line would just uh you know the the families would just be expanded outside of the blue outside of where you're supposed to be standing so far that they're already they're like a foot away from two feet away from you because their family is so large so it's like well why do you need to have your whole family standing in line with you why don't you go have them standing over there you only need a couple people standing in line stop it you know and it's like i felt like that for supposedly 25 percent capacity there felt like there was too many people there it do you, felt do you think that has anything to do people there go ahead Go ahead, no, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think that has anything to do with what we talked about last time, the fact that they opened up more of the park than the first event that they have in there? Because there's more, there's more accessible space. It could be, but it still feels like there's too many people. Yeah, I didn't even, even, even if you open it, it, the park is really not big if you really think about it. Because those sections. Right, and, and, and it felt more, it was way more crowded than any of the days that from January 1st when we got our pa- when our pass started up until the day it closed the only days that it had ever been that crowded of what it was was like on a Saturday hmm. yep that yeah, hey, I, to be honest I think yes, some true. of it too is that nobody is in line for anything except food but there's no ride and so like when you're at an, a theme park a lot of people are in those queues and queues are meant to pack a lot of people in and so because they don't have that, I think that a limited capacity feels much more crowded because you're sort of 
stuck only going to certain areas. It's like, you know, there's not going to be this many people in line for Ghost Rider because Ghost Rider's closed, and so they can only be in these other areas. Now, their capacity guidelines should take that into account, though, because capacity does take into account the people that are in, in and on rides. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're doing it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I don't know the capacity of knots. Um, like, I haven't looked it up. And, Isn't um, it like 40,000, 50,000? Is that right, Michael? Somewhere around there, yeah, because I was told um, they always wanted to know how much people I'm bringing, and I couldn't tell them. <laughs> and and I, I think I got close from what somebody I think actually tried to count was near 1,000. And they were still cut off guard, and I was too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, who knows? I mean, I, the safety manager will tell me if it's, if it's too, you know, because when I did the mine train in the beginning, they were caught off guard. And, the you know, the, the, the lines weren't open on the outside. And the next time when I communicated with them and the ride operators, they were ready for me. They had everything ready, but still... I have the the whole mine train line filled the 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 line on the outside and then the line went all the way to the entrance of uh, hang time at one point uh, the the store so yeah I I honestly think in general the capacity of the park if you just really think about it you can't count Camp Snoopy because that's considered like a maze right and so you just have Fiesta area which I don't think is pretty big you can you can add the silver bullet area and all that pretty much because that's where I have my gathering. That's the biggest and the quietest spot there used to be. And then you have the boardwalk, which is, as you say, that's the emptiest space where hardly anybody's there. And then you have where everybody wants to be at, where you have all the stores and everything. So I really don't think, yeah, with 25 capacity and all my friends going and, and my admins and everything, I'm just like, they use the same thing where just everybody's in one section, majority, or the other, where the music is at, and that's pretty much it. Actually, you say the board, the whole boardwalk, not really. It was actually only that one section, because over at the other end of the boardwalk, I was going to go to Coasters and get oh, that was um, the pastrami fries. Oh my Ooh. god, the line there rat went all the no. way around by the trash, by the dumpster It door, was so bad. And then around by the bathrooms, the accelerator bathrooms, yeah. and I was like, well, I guess I'm not getting that pastrami. Wow. Well, there was another place that, because we saw that too, and I was like, the food at Coasters, first off, on a good day, isn't that isn't worth it, no. let alone for the tasting. And there was other places, like, we went to get, because my husband wanted the pastrami tots, we went over back to Calico, and we went over there. The problem with Calico is that it is a lot smaller of an area. Which and is so, why I didn't even bother going to Calico, because right. I knew that it would be too bad over there. Yeah, and, I was and like, that's, nope. that's the issue. Like if So if you were to go to Taste of Mary Farm, let's just say, my advice to somebody who is more... Um, is uh, more concerned about social distancing and mask wearing and that type of thing. My suggestion is to go on a Sunday. Uh, they'll probably sell out on a Sunday also, um, or a fri- if you can go on a Friday or a weekday, it's better. And get there. Like we got to Knotts at 10 a.m. because they open at 10:30. So like 10, 10:30, we got there. We got excellent parking. We got a coffee at Starbucks outside. We sat. 
we walked through a couple of shops and then we waited a little bit because there's like an initial line and there was a rush like at noon we let all those people get in and then we pretty much walked right through security walked right in and there were no waits for anything and so like my advice would be try to go on a friday or a sunday or even if you go on a saturday but get there early you'll get good parking you could take your time um, and then once you get in it it really felt much much more empty because I think most people like to go in the afternoons especially on a weekday because a lot of people work so if there's a way that you can go earlier on a weekday that would be my advice um, because I just it was a completely different experience going in the going when it opened as opposed to going in the afternoon for yeah, sure yeah we, we were really like oh we're definitely not going to Christmas now but with, with, if you the way you put it I, I we might I, we might consider it again but we'll have to, I'll have to see it'll be up to you know it'll be up to the other the other one but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, I did get to go to uh, boardwalk barbecue and I had the Grim Reaper prime rib sandwich mm-hmm. which didn't look at appetizing at all it looked like some dry ass <laughs> meat it looks like some super dry ass meat but it was tasty. We I got just, those burnt ends, which were not burnt ends. No, they were. They like were thank you. Thank they you. Were, thank you. Thank you. No, they and were ripplets. They, they were, were Yeah, riplets. they're because, like, we're spitting out cartilage. That's yes. not a freaking burnt end. And I'm like, there is no cartilage in a burnt end. Oh, that, my husband, he likes to barbecue with livid. He's like, what the heck is this crap? No. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. No. But, I'll tell you, the garlic mashed potatoes that we got were delicious. I watched a YouTuber, and they got the same dish, and it looked like they got grits. Like, the the, <laughs> the potatoes look like water, but when we went, they were delicious. And it's like, the consistency on the food... The barbecue sauce it, was really good. It was. It was very good. Also, the for anybody who's going to Knott's for their funnel cake, I made funnel cakes at Knott's Berry Farm for two years. I consider myself a funnel cake connoisseur. I could fry eight of those puppies in a fryer. Wow. They're using the frozen ones. And so if you get a funnel cake at taste of anything at Knott's, it is not the wonderful, beautiful funnel cake that you think you're getting. It is some overly fried crap. That's okay, because these guys know me. I don't waste tasted tickets on dirt. <laughs> well, I, you know what? We don't, we don't either because we, we can't even eat sugar. Or, so, or like, drinks. Or drinks. Yeah, you well, gotta. No, the point yeah. for me is I believe in maximizing my value, my dollar value on, and usually desserts are usually like, you know, more in the, uh, you know, $4 range, 4 to $5 range, whereas your entrees are, in fact, if you look at the, the receipts, the, most of their entrees were valued at $7. So I would rather just get a bunch of entrees that are valued at $7 than get some drinks. And I mean, I did get I did get two drinks. Uh, the uh, the blood orange lemonade was really good. Ooh, I like it. Sounds good. It was worth yeah. it. And then the from over there by uh, in uh, Fiesta Village, they had the uh, the the I don't remember what it was called. This is the mint julep. It was a mint julep. Uh, that wasn't a mint julep. Uh, it just, it was just a really good, uh, drink with, uh, different fruit juices. There was nothing mint julep about it except for the fact that there was mint in it. 
uh, which could have just made it a mojito for the, as much as it was a mint julep. But it was a tasty drink, uh, whether it was mint julep or not. If anything, it reminded me of the uh, what's that? What was that drink that wasn't shitty that was over there in uh, the purple drink, Michael? That was over in uh, uh, in uh, Disneyland. The was, not was that not, the card? Yeah, I think so. Not the not the pirate. Not the not the pirate drink that they had that tasted like shit, but it was the one. It was the 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 the, the other one that tasted good. Oh, the 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 jungle juice, the one at Tango oh, Barbecue. Yeah. It was yeah. actually kind of spiritually similar to that. That that is bomb. So uh, it yeah, it was spiritually similar to that drink, but not as good. But uh, no, yeah, that was that. The drinks were pretty good. Uh, like I said, the Green Reaper sandwich uh, looked like crap. But it was actually really tasty. It could have used more horseradish sauce, uh, and I could have used some mustard uh, if I would have went to the uh, the, the large sausage. Uh, you could uh, spice. have some. <laughs> I know. I could have gotten if I had gotten that first. I would have had some mustard that I could have saved then to use also on the uh, Grim Reaper sandwich had I known. But uh, no, I have. I had absolutely, really, no complaints about any of the food other than the fact, yes, not burnt ends. But other than yeah. that. I really had no complaint over any of the food. Uh, we did get that supposed curry that was over there at uh, at um, at Judge Roy Bean. It was supposed to be a curry. Uh, it was more like a uh, a white jambalaya. Yeah, we didn't we didn't eat that. We had we did eat the pastrami tots, and they were good. I they they were. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I would go straight for those in the future, but they were good. They were pretty good. I think the uh, food was good. Like, it was. I, I felt it was worth the money. Under normal circumstances, I would have probably had a really good time because the food would have been very enjoyable, and I wouldn't have really had any complaints about any of that stuff. But it was the experience under COVID and everything going on just made it kind of super kind of miserable just because there was a lot more people than I was expecting. There was nobody standing using the blue lines, as I mentioned. Even when they were using the blue lines, they were surrounded by 15 family members, which then expanded their circle out beyond the blue line and onto the other blue lines. And then you had some of the lines, like there at, uh, at Boardwalk Barbecue, where you have a person coming along and trying to herd you forward like they would do under normal circumstances, in which I said, I'm standing on my blue line. <laughs> and then, and then when I got to the front, there was a very large woman wearing pink, kind of just throwing the food at you, which was very, very upsetting. Uh, which I kind of was kind of really annoyed by. And that was the first place we went, so we were kind of really put off from the get-go. And then I looked at this really ugly-looking sandwich, you know, and I was just like, I was really downtrodden at that point. I was like, what the hell are we doing here? These people, there, nothing's going right so far. And then I tasted the sandwich, and I was like, okay, calm down. Calm down. We're okay. We're okay. Those are not goddamn burnt ends. What the hell is that? We're okay. We're okay. The sandwich is good. The sandwich is good. That barbecue sauce is good. But they're not burnt ends. We're okay. We're okay. Calm down. Calm down. Okay. So, then, yeah, so. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of, uh, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, people chin diapering. There was they were doing the walk and drink thing, though. There was a lot of the walking and drinking. There wasn't, though, a lot of the chin diapers. There was people mostly wearing their masks correctly. But, yeah, there was a lot of walking and drinking. So there was obviously people not with masks walking and drinking. 
but uh, you know there were certain areas where it was kind of tight, and you don't want to, you didn't want to be there. But for the most part, my biggest complaint was just the lines for the food, people not, you know, following the blue lines, and then you you get up to the you get up to the register with people, somebody's fifteen family, and then the other register wants you to walk over there when this whole entire family is surrounding both registers, and I'm like, <laughs> I think I'll wait. Thanks. You know yeah, what I, I think that was the thing. <laughs> Did you Sorry. dress up, Anthony? Uh, I dressed up as my usual black hat wearing self. He, he showed up as Ratman. As he showed up as Ratman. Hey, well, hey, see, that's what hey, I was gonna I, say. I wore, the, I, wore the, the I wore the I wore the nicer hat. I wore the nicer hat. <laughs> oh, we we didn't get no, that. We didn't get. Showed up as Cartman <laughs> and has a six foot pole. So if you knew, no matter what you're going, you're like, hey, 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 stick him with that pole. <laughs> You would have been good. Hey, he wore the mafia hat. He didn't wear the the Titleist uh, oh. uh, hat that we. we... <laughs> yeah, that I, didn't that. Well. yeah. I actually didn't even. I didn't even wear the mafia hat. The mafia hat started to kind of fall apart. I need to get a new one. I, I wore my I wore my pork pie hat that I hardly ever wear. Uh, all right, all right. There, there's two things that I that I take away from this conversation. Um, one is is that uh, you, you kind of have to know what you're doing before you go. Is what, is what it seems like. It seems like you're, yeah. you're better off knowing what you're what you're going to be doing, and what you're getting, not just what you're getting into as far as people, but like what the expectation is going to be, so that you can plan accordingly. You know, okay, this place is probably going to be busy, so I should hit this spot and then kind of do this, which is what, what what we would do going to a theme park anyway if we knew we were going to go on a day that it was going to be packed and we had an agenda. We would we would plan it out in, in advance. And and the second one is is that if you can help it to try to get there as early as you can and kind of deal all that stuff. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So what, what I'm wondering Luke? now, and I, and I know we we were gonna go here, and Tina brought it up slightly, was now that they've got the 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 Christmas event um coming up. Now Anthony had said like, well I want to see this in the dark because I want to see what it looks like all done up for for Halloween. Okay, that's gonna be the same argument for for Christmas. Is that we want to see what it's like with all the Christmas lights. The difference now is that we're in um, uh, daylight time, right? Or whatever it's called. Um, are you in daylight time? Daylight yeah, savings? Daylight yeah. saving. So we're in daylight, daylight savings saving. Uh, time now. So we're going to get dark earlier. I mean, you got there at 5 o'clock. There was no way it was dark at 5 o'clock. It didn't get dark until almost 7 o'clock. You know what I mean? It, it's so, so now we're going to be dark. I mean, as I'm looking at my watch right it's a little after 3, it's going to be dark within about an hour and a half. So it is, gets is that going to. Yeah, yeah, around that time. Right. Is that going to play into the decision that um, you make, Gina, as far as well, they're probably going to have that or or Anthony, if you decide um, if if you and and your fiance decide to go, is that going to play into the time that you you arrive there now too, knowing that, okay, well, well, I know I can get there a little bit earlier, but I know if I'm there for so long, it's going to get dark and I'm going to see what I want to see. Well, because of the fact that it's Christmas, they don't need to have it go as late, although you do want to have it go kind of in the dark because – you want to be able to see Christmas lights. Yeah, that's the point of it, right? I mean, but you, a lot of Christmas you get those, stuff. You get those decorations that you can deal with the decorations even during the day, of course. You get right. that. I think that's what you're but kind of alluding to. But everybody wants I to don't see the lights. Think, I don't think that that's as important to as it having to be at night, though, as like say Halloween, which lives in the night. Halloween is a nighttime holiday. Christmas is an all-day holiday. Christmas. You know, things take place at the end of the day. Christmas is, is light. Christmas is daytime, you know. So uh, <laughs> you could have, like, they could probably have it start at 10 a.m. and go to, like, 
seven, maybe six, something like that, rather than have it start at twelve and have it go to nine. So they could they could just bump those the times back. Now, real fast before uh, before I let you speak, I'm gonna pull Kanye. Before I let you speak, I just want to <laughs> I just want to real back up real fast. And uh, I completely forgot to mention their little supposed screening room. Uh, which I want to, I want to compare with Uh, her. (laughs) What was your experience going through the screening room both times? Well, I went before they got the special thermal scanners and I went after they did. So the first time I went, we went to taste of knots like forever ago and they were like shooting your head with the thermometer thing. Um, and then the second time you just walk through and it's like a, the thermal scanner and as long again people do not people do not look at the marker they think that they just know what six feet is and so if people aren't paying attention oh that wasn't my problem with that there was absolutely nobody there was nobody in the room but that would have been an anxiety like uh kicker for me if they had been in there and there would have been a lot of people no but that is interesting to hear that though uh but no uh, where was the uh, the the thermal scanner? Was oh, it in that room? It, yeah, it's okay. So when you walk in, so I don't have, remember passing through anything, you, and nobody scanned us at all. Um, so when I every time I've gone to through there, which is what like three times now, um, the first they have like a, an outside queue, then they have an inside queue, and then there's the actual scanning, and it's like a podium. And there's somebody standing at the podium, and they just right. Wave. That was inside. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember. And so as they wave you through, the thermal thingy is on the podium, like it's. Oh. It's in the so it's not so something you, walk you actually walk through. You just no. walk past it. You just walk past it because my so my husband works at a hospital, and the the nurses have what looks like an iPad, and you just walk in, and they oh. and then you walk past it. It's not like a. It's not like a like the security that right. you walk through. No, it's just like a camera. Okay. See, that I thought that the, I thought that we didn't get. I thought that they didn't take our temperature. Oh no, because because I was worried that I was going to show a high temperature because of that extraneous walk from the car. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought that I was going to show a temperature because I was sweating. I was. I felt red, and I thought I wasn't going to pass. So I was like all stressing out. That then I was probably making myself hot just because I was stressing out about it. Yeah. But then I get up there and just went through. So I was just like, well, I don't know what just happened, but. I don't know what the hell the point of that room was, but they didn't do shit in there. The guy just kind of smiled at us and was like, okay. And so no, you're I didn't... good. That meant you were good to go. Okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> they have a lot of those I'm glad to know that they, they weren't just letting people in without <laughs> scanning them and that I actually, I guess, didn't have a temperature. So that was good to know. You were just hot and sweaty, but you were not. Uh, your temp- Your core reading was fine. <laughs> that's That's good to know. Okay, yeah. well, I just wanted to—I wanted to know what the deal with that was because they didn't never scan us, so I was like, okay, well, are they just not doing it, or okay, so that makes sense. Okay, now we can go back forward, and uh, I'll let you take over and talk about uh, what you think about Christmas. Well, so uh, just—it really depends on your comfort level. So, like, if you're—if this is the first time you're leaving your house in eight months, nine months, I would—I would highly suggest like getting there. 
getting there when the marketplace opens and easing yourself into it. Like, because, <laughs> because if you haven't left your house in, you know, eight months, it, it's the shock to, to be with people. Right. And, and it's, again, it's not that, yeah, you should definitely like, like go and like prep, like go to Walmart, you know, like get ready, uh, go to the Wally where no, like everyone has a chin diaper, but I go to, I've, I've just gone to the comic book store and like that already is like, seems like there's too many people there. <laughs> the yeah. comic book store? <laughs> yeah. So like my, my advice would be to like, um, if you're not going to go the first, so I'm going to tell you that every YouTuber I watch is going opening night, right? Which means that their videos are going to go out that next day. Because that's just what the, if not that night. So if you go to YouTube and you go, they, you know, they need that coin, they need that coin. And, and, but I found it valuable only in that I had a game plan. So it's like a lot of them were like, here's our food. And I'm like, all right, well, that looks good. That doesn't. Okay. And then I kind of got to see, and I know depth perception in cameras, like in video is a little bit different, but you kind of got a feeling for like which parts of the park were more busy. And I like to go to Knott's. So I'm very familiar with that park. That is my park. Uh, Cause that's where I go more than anything. So I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. We looked up the menu ahead of time. So I knew what we wanted to eat. And I found the like several different booths that offered that food. So if we walked by and one booth looked packed, I could say, okay, well, there's three other booths. Let's just walk over to those and see what's up. Right? Oh, speaking, speaking of that real quick, can I just yeah. say that I didn't like having to keep track of how many food things I had used? Yeah, that is kind of a pain. That is, I wish there was a punch card or something. I know they can't because then it's like more contact. But yeah, there should have been, I don't know why. I mean, I guess the big, they give you this ginormous, like, who who's the who's the 80s rapper Flava Flav who used to wear like that giant yes. clock? Yep. That's what it felt like. Like you wear this huge plastic card that has like all the tastings on it. But the lanyard's not long. But the lanyard is not long enough to allow you to hold it up and read it correctly. Not not well. Yeah, it's just awkward. It's just very. It's an I awkward. I had to kind of I had to kind of fold it under my chin and then kind of bend it so I just so I could read certain parts of it because otherwise. The lanyard's not long enough to kind of hold it up and read it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. I like long lanyards. Yeah, and and uh, for me, it was okay. Um, but I know for my husband, who's uh, much taller and larger than I am, he he found it really awkward. He found himself going to the app, quite honestly, and he's <laughs> like, oh, let's go over here. So. I, I don't understand why Knott's just doesn't do everything on your phone. I mean, I guess maybe it's just like an easy way to say who's in the park, but hello, like you have to pass through the cage of death to get into Knott's. Trust me. I mean, if you want to know how to break into Knott's, like it's not difficult, but I'm guessing most people aren't going to break into a taste of Mary farm. I'm just saying it's <laughs> like, nothing going on but i would my suggestion is is like kind of have a game plan know what you want to do um kind of look at the food and drink beforehand kind of get an idea of what you want um and then i would say get there as early as you can and if you feel comfortable staying until it gets dusk so you could see the lights great but if you're feeling really anxious then you could bounce for your ounce yeah i i honestly uh for me going uh a lot more than I used to. Um, Christmas in the daytime at Knott's 
It's so-so. <laughs> it's just really the nighttime, honestly. It's not like Disney, where you can experience a great day and night. And I think it's just going to be, like we said, daytime's cool, nighttime packed. Yeah, but it's all about the food anyways. So, I mean, it's really just like, you know, the decorations are going to be the decorations. And there's plenty of more uh, daytime-type decorations to look at, probably. Especially, I mean, knots don't go all out with decorations anyhow, so it's not like you're really missing that much. They're getting better, though. They're getting better. Yeah, they're going to have the actors. They're going to have the, the, the same actors that they had. Um, they're, they're, so there's going to be, char- like, they're not characters, but they sort of are character interactions with, like, the Calico townspeople. I'm sure there'll be socially distanced Santa pictures. Santa will be thrilled, by the way. Yes, no how way. Many, how many, like, he, no longer does Santa have to deal with wet diapers on his lap? He'll be able mm. to just socially distance those pictures. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the barn. I don't know if they're going to open that because that's, that's going to be a hard one. Yeah, so I don't know if Santa's going to be, like, on a stage just waving and then people could take pictures who knows what that's going to look like but they just um, need to have it just probably be a walkthrough thing something i mean the barn is where they go all out like that's usually like where, where they you know they they do everything and and again like i really have not experienced the the nighttime at knots i think i went to their summer nights once because parking stresses me out and the knots Knott's parking is atrocious. It is not Disney. <laughs> Knott's parking, people just do whatever they want. Like, they, oh, there's a trash can? Boom, not anymore. It's a yep. parking space. And I'll be honest with you, the nighttime Knott's crowd, even during a non-COVID time, is a different group of people than the daytime Knott's crowd. Yep. They're That's younger. They're, let's just say, not as polite. <laughs> So if like my my thing is if you're like ready to get down and gritty like that's cool go to knots at night it is a it is a gritty a gritty little vibe and it's got its own fun but if you're not that person then you want to definitely get there early and just kind of ease into it for sure. <laughs> hey, none of none of that stuff affects my ability to eat the food. So I mean, yeah. And, well, and, and that's really you, all. I, that's really all I'm at knots for is to eat food if and, you go uh, to, and to say hi to Snoopy. If you, which I did see Snoopy, he was in. I during the day he was in the treat trail up on top. He had Snoopy, Linus, a few others. Um, so that was kind of cool that they they actually had the characters. That was cool. But if you go to a taste of knots of Mary Farm, I ate them last year. I think. They make these turkey stuffing balls with gravy dipping sauce. Ooh. That is magic, my friends. It is magic. Hey. If you eat nothing else. And they're doing uh, Thanksgiving tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a full Thanksgiving dinner on top of tater tots. And I'm going to tell you, that looked interesting. So the food, the food is the, the show. I think the decorations will be nice. It's like, oh, look, there's a tree. Oh, look, there's, you know, whatever. But the food. You're is paying what for the food. Try. Yeah. And they did up the price. It's 40 bucks now. Same amount of tastings. So it's five tastings, 40 bucks. Um, but they're supposed to have 60 food and drink items. Um, they, haven't released, they haven't released all of them yet. They should be coming out soon. 
Yeah, and so and they're already sold out of a bunch of dates. If you go, yeah, all the Saturdays. The Saturdays are in December are gone, but they've added a lot more dates. So like Christmas Eve is still are, was available, I think, still. Um, they didn't really have too many dates they needed to add because they already were pretty much uh, a lot of uh, full weeks were in there. Uh, pretty yeah. much just like the first week in December was uh, not there. And then uh, I think part of the second week of, or maybe it was the first and second week of December, yeah. but solid the last two weeks of December, except for Christmas Day. And then pretty much the whole entire week of Thanksgiving uh, yep. is all the dates. But so there's lots and lots of dates. And like I said, there's really not much move for expansion. Uh, so we'll just have to see what happens if they expand into those first two weeks of December. I don't know if they will. I think like right now I'm looking at the app and November is not sold out at all. So all of November, all the dates in November are still available. In December, the weekends are gone. Um, so you can't go Saturday and Sunday, but Friday is still open. And then they have not sold out the week of Christmas. The week after Christmas is still available. So um, there's still tons of tons of availability um, in terms of, of uh, knots. That week, and that week after know. Christmas is anything park is brutal. That week right after oh, yeah, Christmas is anything park. Between Christmas and yeah, New Year's. Is I, very brutal. Like, I wouldn't even want to be there anyways. I'm like, why are you paying for a signature plus pass just so you could go <laughs> at times when I don't even want to be there? You know what? Shut up. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I think, you know, the only reason why I get that is that I want the, the only reason why I get top tier Disney pass is because of the parking yeah. first off. Um, because I, I like to have parking already included. Yeah, but you don't, I don't need want signature to pay plus for parking. parking. You get signature for parking. Um, I think to kind of close it out, I want to, I want to talk because we're getting there. It's, we're about done. Um, you know, we're seeing some different stuff now. Um, Paris just announced they're probably going to close if they haven't already closed. And that's going to be through at least middle of December, probably. If they're going to close, we are seeing spikes again kind of worldwide. Um, Italy is looking at shutting down. UK just announced, actually England just announced yesterday that they're shutting down for at least about a month. Um, is this going to yeah, affect just, uh, what we see kind of worldwide? Second. Yeah. It, it, does this affect what we see worldwide? happening in, not, in other parts not and, here it doesn't and, well i mean as a whole it doesn't affect anything because we have a stupid leader who's not who doesn't follow that kind of thing <laughs> it just shows how much stupider our leader is than boris johnson who is a freaking idiot <laughs> yeah but yet he still was behind the fact that they could should close down uh the the, the country for a month so i mean you know <laughs> who, who's the stupid or you know <laughs> but uh, as far as California, nothing's gonna change. Newsom's gonna look at what's going on and be like, "Well, why should why should we open here with their they're closing down parks?" Well, I, you know, I it's not I, like, and when, I don't mean I don't mean nationally. Uh, I, I don't mean internationally because we you're gonna see that internationally. I was thinking more of um, uh, a lot of the news articles that you read, especially in the last day, are talking about is Florida gonna close again. Because it's justified from the no. company, um, no, not, not the state no. of Florida, not the state of Florida, the, the parks over. No, because I was like DeSantis over his cold, dead body. Well, he shut Florida down again. Um, and, and I don't think the parks will either because Disney feels they have this under control. You know, D- Disney feels that they that they're doing OK. Disney feels that they have from everything I've seen. Disney is like, we're safe over here. Come to Walt Disney World. We're safer than anywhere. And I have to say, I saw a couple of. uh 
vloggers go to other places in Florida in Orlando, like the other Orlando like like bars, touristy yeah. trap things. Yeah. Holy cow. There's no way. You want to talk about scary? No masks. Everybody up on each other. No, like it's it's we I I always go COVID doesn't exist because we don't believe it does. So it just doesn't like that's their, that's their feeling. But Disney feels they have this handle and DeSantis will not close Florida. No, I don't even think if Biden got elected and if Biden said there is a federal quote, we are closing the country down. I think DeSantis would laugh at him and just do whatever he wants anyway. Well, he would, uh, well, and 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 only because there's precedent for that. Remember when those uh, those uh, you know there's been other governors See, who refused to do things under uh, Obama, so yeah. they're like, well, we'll just pull that shit again. Yeah. It's, like, it's all, right. all come down to the states' rights issue, and and you know if it has to, it'll go to SCOTUS, and SCOTUS is now uh, conservative leaning. So at the end of the day, I I do not see Florida even remotely entertaining the thought of shutting down it would take it would take a massive outbreak at walt disney world proven to be within walt disney world and not covered up anyway like all the other ones that probably have happened well they don't Uh, do contract tracing anymore right so it would have to be be something that there's there's you know it would have to take somebody like dying or something within the park grounds or something like that like at the park (laughs) like super extreme like that like proven that they got COVID from in the park for them to like literally close it down because otherwise they're like, we're this park's going to stay open until you can pry it from our dead cold hands. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, like I don't really, I can't blame the company for that because they, their whole job is to make money and pay the guys at the top. And, and if they're telling people they've got signs everywhere, COVID lives here, come at your own risk. And they, they have people running there in droves. Their 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 hotels are full. Even at I mean yes, the reduced capacity, but their hotels are full. The parks are full. People are traveling into Florida, um, so people are willing to risk it. And so I don't I don't see it happening. And I and even if Biden's elected, the nature of America is not really this cohesive country the way france even france people are are fleeing the city and going into the countryside to get away from to get away from all the curfews and stuff so i don't know i don't see i just personally so new york yeah yeah well and and yeah i mean at this point i was very shocked to see what new york did i mean i shouldn't be but i was a little shocked to see what new york is doing but hawaii did it too where you have to you know quarantine or get negative testing which is great you know I just I don't see I don't see Disney doing it I, because at the end of the day corporations they don't really care about people. Well, no. <laughs> about money, and and all this we love our CMs and we're a family to a point. They <laughs> they love them to a point until they're no longer useful because they had uh, no problem letting twenty eight thousand people go and it, and it not is, letting it, any single people at the top go. Any CM that uh, actually tells you that uh, Disney cares about them is lying to themselves. Because <laughs> any former CM knows damn better. In fact, I, as a former CM of uh, multiple theme parks, I could attest that none of them care about you. Universal could have given a shit about me. 
Uh, this man could have given a shit about me, and Knott's definitely couldn't have given a shit about me. Uh, we could probably have a whole discussion one time, sometime, about uh, uh, the difference between the union theme parks and the non-union theme parks. Because you know how oh, I like yeah. to talk about that. Well, if 2020 has taught me anything about jobs, it's that no matter how much they tell me that I'm a valued employee, I am so replaceable. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that goes for anyone. Because I have thought about the fact that uh, one of the reasons why NOS can get away with what it's doing is because it's non-union. Uh, when it comes down to the union stuff, you know, there's a certain <laughs> way that that has to it has to work a certain way. From being let right, go and... to being called back to how long you're on um, a recall list, all it's very very complicated. Even right, honestly, and who, they who they can has let to go. go through the union? Yes, yeah, even so... who you can let go because you can't. If you let go of one department, but you've got somebody in that department who can do a job in a different department, that has to be taken into consideration. In fact, they yeah. can do that job, so you have to let somebody else go because somebody else has more seniority who can also do your job. Gina, yeah, and, I have, Gina and I have seen that personally. Like We, we have oh, at, yeah. I've seen that a, play I've, out. We, I've been a victim of it. Yeah. I've been a victim of it. So, and, and, and unions are good and bad. And, like, you, you know, you can argue pro or con to any anything, really. That's that's There's always a pro and con. But, you know, at the end of the day – COVID has opened eyes, not only like we can all talk about how horrible 2020 has been, but in some ways, like it's really been eye opening um, on a variety of levels, you know, and, and from how corporations are run to who's valuable to what's important to us um, to even like on a level of you're like, OK, well, I really want to go to this event. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I'm super uncomfortable here. Like you're learning about yourself. Like I learned that about myself, too. And and so as much as we can, you know, as much as we there's so much bad, like we oh the Rona and it's so horrible. There's all these like eye opening things that 2020 it really has like given me some clear vision on some stuff. And uh <laughs> And and wouldn't you know, twenty twenty and people, uh, it was, and people, yeah, it, it's really made like personally, I I look at people differently now because in some ways, like they show their true colors, and you're like, wow, I never knew that about you, and now I do. Thank you. <laughs> bam, 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 block, 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 pretty much. <laughs> oh, I, man, that unfollow button is the best button on social media because then they don't know you don't follow them anymore. We did. We got the we got the clear vision. We were talking about like 2020 is, you know, it's just if you look at history, like every time there's some major upheaval, it really just kind of shakes everything up. And and those people that live through it have a completely different perspective. And 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 it, it, either way, you know, I've watched I've watched people swing one way and people swing another, and and it just depends on. On, on your personal experiences, so we'll see what we'll see what Disney does. But they're not doing they're not doing anything without Newsom, and they learned real quick that they don't they are not the puppet master Newsom is. Like him or not, like him or not, he's the guy pulling the strings right now. Well, I think that about brings us to a close. Unless anybody brought anything uh, has anything they want to bring up last minute. Can I just? Uh... <laughs> You know me. Always got to have some last word. Uh, we're getting back to, she was talking about the, uh, the you know, the, when we were talking about opening up, uh, you know, downtown Disney and, um, you know, into Buena Vista and, the, you know, the types of people that are the ones that are 
clamoring for it to uh, be, you know, reopened. And I just want to make a correlation between that and the people who are crying because uh, their precious Peanuts is not on network TV anymore because because (laughs) Apple just happened to be the ones who won the bid when ABC decided they didn't want to bid on uh, to to show Peanuts anymore. But it's a big conspiracy for Apple to take over all of uh, their precious children's programming and (laughs) how it's taking away Apple from, or taking away Peanuts from, um, oh no, I would have been on that way before you, without you, Dan, that don't, don't take credit, uh, mm-hmm. that it's taking away Peanuts from all those poor people who don't have the money to have internet or streaming <laughs> or apparently never have bought a goddamn freaking <laughs> DVD player in their whole entire 20 years that you've had to get a DVD player. And I had a memory on my on my Facebook that said that I watched the, the uh, that I had just bought the Blu-ray six years ago. I've had the Blu-ray of the Peanuts, all the Peanuts specials for six years, and these people can't have gotten a damn DVD in 20 years. There's literally people saying, oh, I have it on DVD, but it's not the same. Are you stupid? <laughs> Do you really think that watching it on TV with the commercials is that much of an experience? It's you just can't pop it in. Oh, it's nostalgia. For... I must watch the commercial. <laughs> and how many of those people do you think are the ones who are crying that they're that there are families who don't have money to get to watch Peanuts because they can't get streaming, but yet they want Disneyland to open and charge people $110 <laughs> to get in? They're the same people. They don't care about that shit. They it's just a, want to complain. How it's much an overlapping Venn diagram. 75 uh, <laughs> Cigarette commercials. Hey, seventy-five percent. I guarantee of the people complaining about the damn peanuts on Apple are probably just stupid Apple haters, anyways. So it's like, but it's like, are you really? It's like some liberal conspiracy to take away peanuts from conservative families or something like that. <laughs> That's what's next. I'm waiting for for Sobiec or whatever the hell his name is to say be like, or Cernovich or one of those idiots to be like, oh, it's a liberal conspiracy. That Biden is uh, conspired but with. But liberals and are Soros, all the poor ones. Soros the liberals conspired are the poor with. Ones. We're all the, the liberals are the socialists. You, <laughs> they can't blame the liberals. They can't say that it's it's a liberal conspiracy because the liberals are all the socialists who uh, who have no money. All the Republicans are those those hardworking American men and women. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the peanuts not being. I didn't. I I I just. I think we've reached that point in quarantine where everybody needs something to complain about. Yeah, I uh, I follow like the I like I follow the Snoopy page. I follow the the Schultz Museum page, and just ever since that announcement, and then there's literally people that act like they didn't know about it, even though Apple has been showing uh, Snoopy in space for the last year, uh, the last ever since the launch of Apple uh, uh, TV Plus, they have been showing a Snoopy. Uh, and that was announced at least a couple of years ago that, that Apple TV was making the Snoopy in space uh, animation. So it's not like it's something that they didn't freaking know about. You know, I mean, what is it? Is this one of those Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxies things? You didn't know our planet, your planet was going to get blown up because you didn't read the, the announcement in the archives that has been uh, in Beetlejuice for the last five years. Well, it's your fault if you can't get there. Did I, say, I, 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 I literally saw a commercial on TV yesterday for... For the Great Pumpkin on um, on regular TV. 
when I was just flipping through the channels and I saw something about the Great Pumpkin and I was like, are they going to show the Great Pumpkin on TV? I thought that was the whole thing. And then it said available on Apple TV. <laughs> so I just started laughing and thought about Anthony. I was like, where's he ranting at? Dirty. <laughs> I think it's dirty that the fact that they had to plug Apple TV on regular TV. <laughs> That's what I found dirty. I didn't even know I had and Apple TV. But I was my probably sister, watching Channel I, 7. I, I got one of those new smart TVs and I was playing with the apps and Apple TV is just on it. Like I don't pay for it. It was just on it. So sometimes, I got so, yeah, sometimes I got it for you free. get uh sometimes you get a year of it automatically for free. So at the end of a year you might not have it anymore, but yeah, a lot of devices come with Apple TV for free. Uh I got I I got it for free for a year. I don't even remember how I got it, but I got it for free for a year. So but I'm enjoying it. I mean, I like stuff that's on there. And then if all the peanuts and stuff is going to be on there, I'll pay for it because I'm not a cheap sack of shit that didn't buy a DVD 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, you could still buy those on Amazon. Hey. I'm just going to throw that hey, out there. Hey, no, 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 no. Actually, actually, point of order, I there were people saying that they were sold on Amazon and people were jacking up the prices. I went on Amazon and verified that, and they are completely either sold out or they're from uh, from third-party vendors for like $100 for the set or something like that. So they are all sold out. But you know what? They've had 20 years to get the set. I literally got the Blu-ray set six years ago, so I mean, I feel attacked, Anthony. I feel attacked because I actually own them all on DVD, and I have just put, been putting them off, putting off buying it on Blu-ray, just because I was like, I already have it on DVD. Do I really need it on Blu-ray? And even though I hey, know but the quality, you know what? Hey, go up hey, a hey. you have it on DVD well, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and for I, how long? How long? But have I you did. Had it on DVD? Oh, uh, years. But anyway, um, yeah, see, I, I did because look, you're not stupid. <laughs> I did look to see how much it was to get that because I see it every holiday. I see it every holiday. Um, that set come out, you know, the, the four pack of them. Uh, and I think every year, oh, I should buy that. And then I don't, ah, I have them on DVD, blah, blah, blah. I never do it. And then once that was announced, actually, after we had talked, um, I just, out of curiosity, cause it gets to me, curiosity is going to end up killing me like the cat. But I was like, I wonder how much it is. Like, maybe I should just buy it, you know, but cause they announced this. And I know everybody had it. It was like a hundred bucks. It was freaking ridiculous. It was like, that set goes for like 15 bucks, like at Target on Black Friday. Like I'm not hey, paying a dollars. Hey. For that, there's hey, no hey, way. Don't you, know the, uh, don't you know the? do According to Snoopy Facebook, uh, that's a conspiracy between uh, Apple and Amazon to drive up the prices because of it being on, you know, on Apple TV. Well, I was looking you know, at it's the a big Target conspiracy too. So, oh well, you know, they're conspiring <laughs> with everybody. Obviously, Dan, come on. Giant Are corporation you, stuff. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Hey, let me tell you about some QAnon stuff now. Shall Apple we? owns everything. <laughs> Remember, All Apple's right. gonna own. Uh, Remember, Apple's going to be buying Disney in uh, in uh, three years, so. Hey, hey, hey. All right, Anthony did his bit. Hey, Michael, as soon as he stops yawning, go ahead and plug your stuff, bro. Michael's going to say Michael wants some stuff. No, 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 no. You're you a big help to us. With a nightmare. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Um, no, Anthony, uh, Michael helped us drive up some numbers for the last episode. Thank you for that, bro. Go ahead and plug uh, where you got going on. Your different stuff. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook or follow me, Michael Disney. You can follow me mostly for my Disney EDM. Sometimes I do a, a Disney music uh, show, but once October 1st hit and I knew that it would affect all live music coming in, and I've gotten flagged for <laughs> a lot of songs, and of course, uh, Magical Mix, I got flagged for that uh, even before October, so I'm kind of down right now, so... <laughs> Beyond that, that's pretty much it. Just follow me there. If you uh, want to check out my EDM mixes, you can go ahead uh Mixcloud slash Koeb, K-O-E-I-B. And that's pretty much it. If not, you can follow me at uh, my Facebook group at uh, Disneyland. It's a big family. 
And if, if you like knots and knots food, you can go and check us out at Knots Meats and Treats. I mean, we we uh we we clown Michael a lot because we're friends. So you'll notice the inside jokes that we throw back and forth at each other. But his group is really one of the it's the positive Facebook group online. They don't put up with the with the BS. There's no drama. You won't see political posts. Thank that. I try to keep everything pretty positive. So in the world, what it is hard to find a positive Disney group. The um, Disneyland, it's a big family uh, group. It's actually a really really positive group. So yeah, th- thank yes, you, man. Thank thanks you. For, thanks for the help. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I love Knott's. You know, I love Disneyland. You know, now that I do events at Knott's, I know a little bit more behind the scenes. So it's good to know, especially running groups and meeting a lot of uh, higher-ups and just employees. When I did my events, I know a little bit more. So it's, for me, you know, wanting to go is a high risk. I really want to go. But a lot of them are just like, don't, just don't take a chance, Mike, no matter what. So... I do. Hey, 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 share. Hey, real quick, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you've had to have too many close calls in the last couple of years for you to be risking that shit. So just stay your ass at home. In oh, the palm I'm trees. not going nowhere. I'm not. I've I've been stuck here for eight months. I only went to the beach during a weekday and an Airbnb and you know mountains. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but his his regular events when he does have them are, are are pretty fun. They're pretty cool. They're all positive. We've been to a couple of the glow ones myself. Uh, taking my kids. Got to get out to that lights every when we get a chance. Sometimes a day just doesn't work for me, but autism awareness, all kinds of stuff. He's always got something going on. Pretty positive. And Wait, no, you've, not, you've, so you've never been to a lightsaber? No, I, I've never been. It's just the day doesn't work out. Yes, what you. Are, Wait. That's well, I've been, funny, I've been that's to the several only, of the that, glow ones. I've been to several. That's funny because that's ones. the only ones I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I glowed with Michael once. Yeah, yeah. you did once. Yeah, you did. But when. I get the clear from knots. You definitely have to go to my glow one. Because that's going to be, I guarantee when everything's back and I'm clear to do it, I'm going to look over, over a thousand people, guaranteed. Thousand. Guaranteed. So, let's see what happens when we get the all clear. I say 2022. That's what I'm waiting for for both parks. Probably full capacity. Yeah. We're probably looking at that full capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I just, to be safe. Takes two years for a pandemic. Take it from the history, people. Yep. Well, yeah. Yep. Yep. The bad thing was is that um, one of my co-hosts uh, that does the Star Wars, he moved to Florida. And he's at every Disney park every other day. And they just had a, some, uh, I'm pretty sure you know them, Ram Man, uh, uh, Galaxy Discord, Galaxy's Edge Discord. Well, they did meetups at Disneyland, and they did when they tried to pull one off. Uh, was it on Friday where they actually had Ahsoka, the one that did the voice? She actually showed up last minute, and they had they had a little crowd, but still, me and my co-host were like, he went and he said it was cool, but in general, that's not we're all about our guests, and just to attempt something at 25 percent, no, we have to do full capacity because a lot of our events are regular people. They're pass holders, uh, disability guests. We got all kinds. So in general, I have to respect my guests in general. So I have to wait till full capacity. And the reality is, is towards summer. So let's just say summer 2020. I, I called it and I kept saying since March that if the parks decide, the Disney parks decide to open, I say spring, summer 2021. Because of I, I go by history and looking at the you know the Spanish flu is a mere image of what's going on, especially right now in the fall. I just want to make sure that everything's safe for all my guests and all my friends because I wouldn't want to put you guys in jeopardy 
to support me and I'm like, no, I can't do that. You know, you guys, you guys are my real friends, and I don't want to do you guys dirty. Who are you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't seen him in eight months. I know, right? Yeah, we haven't seen him in eight months. I'm still debating when I'm going to head back to the park when it when it opens. I probably, honestly, I probably will be back before the both of you. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm just playing it by ear. I've got no expectations on that. Just take it as it comes. Yeah. I just want to run to wrap, and then I'll leave. I might go to DCA, but I would not spend any length of time in Disneyland at all. Get the book and make it yourself. <laughs> oh no, I've heard of people who have made the made it from the recipe, and they say it's nothing like it. Ooh, you know what? I need to get new. See if I can find the message because uh, one of my friends was the cook at Ronco Wraps. <laughs> all the details. So let me see if I can find that, and I'll get that to you. Handle that shit, yeah. <laughs> all right, lady, gentlemen. I think that brings us to an end. It's always good. It's always fun to go through a bunch of topics. There's no pressure on anything. Just go through and have a conversation. What do you think? This is what I think. This is what's going on. So, thanks for this. Episode 3, we'll do it at some point. As soon as something else drops, we'll come out and be like, alright, let's do some more. If, if Before nothing else, we'll get some uh, news sometime and what tomorrow is going to look like. Yeah, I know. Now that we do this, it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> before I actually drop this episode on, on the All podcast right. or on YouTube, um, we'll get news on what what uh, more specifically is going to happen with Knots, and then we'll figure out what's going to happen with um, with Disneyland or you know downtown Disney District or however they're going to introduce Christmas because you know damn well they're going to find some way to introduce Christmas if nothing else and just at least in merchandise. Uh, so Hope we'll, so. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that next time. So, all right, this gentlemen, that'll do it for us. Right. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can find us on the Extraordinary Culture Podcast anywhere you find podcasts. So, till next time, we'll see. You. Real soon.